We got some massive rain through the area last night, and uh, Gary's going to join us coming up here in just a second. As a matter of fact, comes rolling in right on time. It's Plank Show on the road for a Wednesday at Cavens Construction online at cavensconstruction.com. First of all, Gary, thanks for being flexible with us today with the Women's College World Series tomorrow. But as you said, you're always challenging yourself. You're always training yourself. Take us through kind of what you're working on today. Well, the last couple of days I've been in uh, fire mediation restoration training, um, getting certified and um, uh, getting trained on how to clean up after fires and deal with all the issues that fires come with and and all that. So it's been a very um, educational training and great for development, and I can't wait to continue the education on to the guys. Every training that I've ever been through is brutal, um, and I know they're not listening right now, but is it brutal or is it ed- is it informational? Is it something you immerse yourself in? It is educational ah, okay. and, uh, and, and immerse myself in, for sure. <laughs> okay. You know, right. it's, it's something that uh, I enjoy doing and um, learning the processes so I can uh, train my guys and develop my guys on them, and uh, that way we can take care of the customers and, and give them the best um, you know, process, you know, whether it's air duct cleaning or mold remediation, uh, which we did a big uh, continuing education training on mold remediation last week. Um, so, you know, we're always trying to develop and train and uh, continue just to educate our guys and ourselves as managers and leaders for the company. So how, just for home, and I know we don't have a ton of time here because you got to dive back into the training, but how does this help? Obviously, when you think about adding to the repertoire, to the resume, how does this help you in the recovery for, for property and for people's homes and businesses? You know, anytime we take training like this, it, it, it we learn something new. We learn something new as far as how to deal with the insurance. We learn to help the customer. We learn something new on how to clean, um, how to deal with the issues. We learn new stuff on documentation. Um, so we can document properly for the insurance company so that the uh, insurance company pays for everything. Um, you know, it, it, there's a bunch of little things that we always learn in these continuing education classes that always help us to continue and develop because, you know, you can take the same class two or three times and right. learn new things every time. And, you know, and that's why I really enjoy these kind of classes, these continuing education classes. It's just it gives us some, it gives us some little things that we can fine tune to help our customers, um, and and continue to be the best in the business. All right, um, two more. Got time yes. for two more. Okay. First of all, a lot of rain last night, so you might yes. notice leaks. You might notice something. We're going to talk to Chris a little bit later on in the show, but first call has got to be the Cavens. That's right. We've already got some calls this morning of some uh, some leaks that happened last night. Uh, I've got a water restoration crew out there already responding, doing some structural drying on the fourth story of a building here in Norman. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that's like goes back to what we do. We train, mm-hmm. we get ready, we make sure our trucks are ready. That way we can respond and take care of these businesses that are now being have water issues and, and their desk and their documents are wet and everything. And we're yeah. out there just making sure that we're taking care of them um, for the landlords and getting everything squared away. And then the second part of it is when you have that problem, you can't ignore it. Businesses. Um, homes, you have to act immediately because of the concern over the, the potential of mold that could come from that. 
That's 100% correct. We've had a lot of mold calls. We've been doing a lot of mold testing. Uh, we saw a mold job uh, up by Lake Hefner last week that had um, a significant amount of stachybotrys mold, which is a, uh, a very unhealthy mold that you don't want around your house. This was in an actual business that was um, uh, vacant, and um, we were doing, uh, we had our HVAC people over there doing inspections for one of our clients and uh, they found this massive leak so it was a plumbing leak in the ceiling that had to be repaired and then a uh, massive amount of mold due to the water and humidity uh, but we got it remediated out and removed and everything and it's uh, you know back to normal and um, the building was actually pending sell oh, and so we got nice. it and they got it sold nice. so. alright I got the look from Jess Gary thanks buddy I appreciate it have a great rest of here we're going to talk to Chris later on but as yes. always Cavens Construction it comes. I've seen a bunch yeah. of rollaways out and about too yes. which is great whenever we're yes. getting into the summer cleaning things out but uh, have fun in the rest of your training right. this thank afternoon. you so much Chris that's a man Gary Cavins at Cavins Construction right here in uh, in Norman, but I'll, I'll, I'll give Chris the break. Yeah, we're going to get Chris on a little bit later on in the show. You can go to cavinsconstruction.com or Tulsa 918-282-7612 in Dallas, 945-230-0234. Um, you know, it was kind of weird last night whenever I was sitting around as we welcome you back into the Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. I was all in, Josh, on, on golf. And it was really, really cool to have it on during the show. But, man, it, it was an immediate tap out as soon as Oklahoma. And what a, what a putt by Stephen Campbell Jr. on the final hole to force the extra hole. But Sooners just come up short. And as we're going to get into it in the top five stories of the day at 11 a.m., and as much as I love golf, it became an immediate tap out. I couldn't watch the rest of it. It was too much of a heartbreak yesterday afternoon. Yeah, it was. Man, you, you thought after getting that thing into the extra hole, surely, surely Campbell and Oklahoma were going to find a way. But hats off, tip of the cap for the resiliency for Arizona State. Stinks, though, doesn't it? Stinks. I mean, this was. Uh, yeah, it really does. This was an Oklahoma team that had a school record tying seven victories. They were the clear number one team all season. But uh, you got to deliver in the match play, and unfortunately that just wasn't the case for Oklahoma. You got an uncharacteristic day from Chris Goddard after, uh, again, he was, as you've talked about, the Heisman of golf this this season yeah. for Oklahoma, and it just just wasn't there for him yesterday. You know, you know what I and again we had we had it on during the show yesterday and just to quickly recap before we grab our first break of hour two, but you know you think about it, Patrick Welch seemed like he was in a pretty good spot on the back nine, and then his um, what was it his bogey on twelve kind of opened things up, and then they pushed for uh, and, and then he got back to okay hold on let me let me reset this in three two one he had the lead bogeyed on 11, came back to to take the lead on 12, then it went back and forth. I, My heart sank when I saw where Anderson put his drive on 18 and to see Welch um, – jeez Louise, man. To see where Welch put his drive on 18 and then you saw Anderson put it right, just gutted down the middle of the fairway. 
and you realize we're in big trouble here. And unfortunately, they ended up losing that match, which had been back and forth through a majority of the back nine, but you still felt good about Welch's chances in it. Um, just a heartbreaker. Just a heartbreaker. Um, Campbell had been leading for a majority of his back nine, was one up until they got to 16 when he bogeyed. Uh, and then Sisk took the lead on 17. And then the heartbreak on a uh, on the uh, extra hole. By the way, in the semifinals, Arizona State took care of Pepperdine 4-1. and one, And Texas took care of Vanderbilt 3-1-1. Uh, one and one. The finals will start later on this afternoon with Texas versus Arizona State for the national championship. Neither OU or Oklahoma State. So, uh... So disappointing for everybody locally. A couple of notes, though, on that NCAA yeah, championship between Arizona State and Texas. So Texas looking for its first team title since 2012. The Longhorns, it was dramatic when they won it that year. All-American mm-hmm. and future PGA Tour winner Dylan Fratelli, a 30-foot putt on the 18th for the 3-2 win over Alabama. Fratelli's clincher came after, well, teammate Jordan Spieth beat Alabama's Justin Thomas. Arizona State, their last team title was wow. when? It was in 1996. That Phil roster had Pat nope. Perez and Tim Mickelson. Oh, Phil's old. I forgot. About Tim Mickelson that. later became the uh, Arizona State head coach before, of course, caddying for Brother Phil Mickelson, 1996, by the way. The same year Tiger Woods did what? Won the uh, individual title before turning pro. Do you know what Tim Mickelson's Twitter handle is? At Good Walk Spoiled. Fair. <laughs> Reasonable. Reasonable. I, uh, I was reading up after my complete and total botch of Vinnie Welch down the stretch, but... It's kind of incredible when you think about what this team was able to accomplish throughout the season. School record tying seven victories, 18th conference championship in program history. Uh, Oklahoma's streak of consecutive match play appearances remains intact with six straight. And the Sooners' 11 consecutive NCAA championship appearances are the second most in the country. They had the program's first-ever Fred Haskins Award winner in Chris Goderup, who uh, was joined by McAllister on the Ping All-American team on Tuesday. And Ryan Hibble is a finalist for the Dave Williams National Coach of the Year and a finalist for the Jan Strickland National Assistant of the Year. Um, have not been announced. So there is still a really good chance that in addition to Hibble being the coach of the year, that Bill Alcorn could be the assistant of the year. That's a pretty good one-two punch, man. And the fact that the fact that Billy stays here when I know other programs want to bring him in to run their program speaks a lot about the kind of dude that Ryan Hibble is. He's fun to be around. And I hated that yesterday. I was listening. Steelman was all over it. I felt for Steely because I know if you were to rank golf nuts on this station – Josh, you and Steelman might be one and one A, right? Oh yeah. Brossman, Brian Vineyard has the over the top grip on all of us, but 
to to like hear the pain in Steely's voice whenever Campbell was lining up that putt on 18, and then when he made it. By the way, at the same time, I was in a Chick-fil-A drive-thru, which for some reason, people, can we have a conversation about this competition that seems to take place with people cutting each other off from one side of the drive-thru to the other? It's a very simple merge process. It is, as Mark Desher once told me, the zipper method. You're not going to get your chicken sandwich crammed into your pie hole any quicker by cutting in front of me. Yeah, people really are jerks. In those types of drive-through situations, every it it just gets me back to a familiar take. Go ahead. You're not important. Your life is not that important. You should not be in that big of a hurry. Slow down. You are an unimportant person. Uh, I mean, this woman was just like I saw two people yelling and screaming at each other. Sorry, of course, not uh, hard. I'm not talking. I'm not talking to you out there. By the way, just talking about you know. Them. The, the person. Them. You, you don't take that personally, you guys. You get it. I mean, you understand it. It's everyone else. I literally, while I'm in this, I'm trying to get home to watch this. As I'm driving home, my daughter calls me and says, Dad, I'd really love some chicken nuggets. Can't say no to that beautiful little eight-year-old. No, you can't. So, so I go to the Chick-fil-A drive-thru, which is backed up for a mile. But you know it's Chick-fil-A, so they're going to get you through quick. But here's my other frustration about the Chick-fil-A on Main Street. When you pull in off 24th, right, just because you come in off Main Street doesn't give you the right to cut in front of me, fat dude in a white truck, okay? (laughs) You made a choice. You turn right and circle back around. I ain't letting you in, number one. Number two, when we get to the – when you've made your order, when that overly excited young – uh, man or woman, girl or boy comes to you and says, it's a great day, Chick-fil-A. What do you have? What's the name on the order? You give them your name. It's the same damn thing every single time. Uh, and they really get mad when you – can I see the menu real quick? <sighs> but it's they've got it figured <laughs> out, you, man. What do you mean? You don't have this memorized? How dare you? Can you have the order? It's it's a chicken or a grilled chicken. It's nuggets or a sandwich, dude. What's your problem? Well, thank but, no, you. I mean, okay, got, but – what sauces do you have? <laughs> right. But, again, no one has to figure it out better than Chick-fil-A. The problem are you people. You people. And, yeah, they direct you to the outside. You got to go to the inside. Then someone's got to cut you off. Then you got the person that was smart enough to order it on the app and or, or, I don't know, maybe go inside to eat. So they come zooming around the inside. OU photo guy move right there. At OU photo guy. He's yeah, I mean, a that's big really order on the do. app kind of dude. And you get your points, which I don't really know if they ever amount to anything, but you get your points. But, yeah, I'm watching people literally almost throw hands while I'm following this incredible golf tournament in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. I mean, is there a place that is more godly than Chick-fil-A and you people are trying to demonize it up with your – Yelling and cursing at each other in a stupid drive-through. It's what very, are we doing? It's very America, all in one, one drive-through. It it is right. All right, so back to the original point. Kudos to the OU men's golf team. What a fight! Should they have won it? Yeah, of course. Should should Chris got her up and played better? I mean, of course. But this is this is uncommon, right? Brent Venables 
has talked about the uncommon man. What's going on right now in spring sports at Oklahoma is uncommon. To see the success of men's golf, to see what OU softball is doing, to see what OU baseball is on track to do this year. OU women's golf is building, too. Look what tennis just accomplished. They were the runners-up for the national championship on the women's side with Audra Cohen. It's unbelievable, and it's fun to see. Now, I know. I get it. Some people get mad. They're like, I traded all in for a football national championship. That's fine. But if there is one thing that I've learned to embrace, and that's that broad vision, and it's pretty special what's going on at Oklahoma. Not so much for that person in that gray Subaru who decided to try to cut everyone off in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. Forget trading it in for one football championship. I want the freaking football championship with everything else. With all the toppings. I I want my cake and I want to eat it too. All right, uh, it is, whoa, 10-19. Quick break. Now, when we come back, the Air Comfort Solutions text line has been on fire. Let's hit some of those. Um, Nick Saban did talk yesterday. Um, So we'll we'll share some of that. And we'll get you ready for the Women's College World Series. It's media day today. Uh, Skip Johnson just spoke with the media too, by the way. Quick note as OU prepares to leave for Gainesville today. Uh, Peyton Graham's been struggling with strep throat. But it doesn't appear as if it's going to affect him heading into their postseason opener against Liberty this weekend. Plank Show live from Cavens on a Wednesday right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, it's pretty good on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. 405-651-3439. That's 405 405- Six five one three four three nine. Dallas Bill hits us up and writes, I'm proud of you, Chris, for taking the high road at Chick-fil-A because I have a good idea what would have been said 10 years ago. Much love, bro. Yeah, he's he's really – he's calmed down over these last several years. He's Well, okay, so I say that. Relax I got now. In big tr- I got in big trouble from uh, my wife the other day because – we were driving back from Shawnee, and so this is two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And as as we're leaving, I'm at – and th- there's – listen, this is real insight, but I think you guys will understand what I'm trying to lay out here. When you're in a turn lane and it's like a f- four-way, quote-unquote, stop, and there's people that are coming – from one side, and they always cut their turn short, right? And it looks like they're going to hit you. Am I describing this well? You're facing like north-south. Someone's coming from either east-west, and they're turning in that lane that's right next to you. Everyone always cuts that turn short. And it, it literally, it looks like they're going to hit your car. And for some reason, that white line that you're supposed to be pulled up to Either It doesn't always give them a lot of room, but it's like a suggestion on the other side for people to turn. And so I'm coming up, Josh. Am I explaining a scenario well here, or do I need to get out the dry erase board? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm following. Think about Lindsay when you're getting on 35, right? Yes, that's on a good 35, example. And you're heading 35 south on Lindsay, and then you're in that left-hand turn lane, the far left-hand turn lane. And somebody there's when they're turning back and they're heading back on Lindsay – it looks like they're going to hit you when you're coming off 35 every single time. Very spooky. So, spooky stuff. I was, I was coming up to where the white line was, and literally 
everyone, if I was at that white line, would have hit my car. Every single person that was turning. So as I'm inching up to it, I stop short, and someone literally comes within a millimeter of, I lay on the horn. And they don't move, of course, because they're probably talking on their phone or, you know, she or, or, or he or he or he oh, is no. probably busy doing anything else in their car. What? And I lay on the horn. And the next person, they say, I'm just, my wife is like, you don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm letting them know they're a terrible driver. What's the horn for? So in those instances, do I just let the person hit me? Yeah, I mean, I mean that would be the polite thing to do. <laughs> be the considerate thing. As a society, we need to do a better job of staying in lanes. I've noticed if you come up to a light and you're hanging a left, whether you've got the green turn signal or you know you've got that flashing yield, nobody actually stays in that turn lane. Left. No, like it's cutting that corner, and oh eventually. God. There will be oncoming traffic from that other direction, and bad things could occur. Let's have a quick, since we're on this, and I'll get in Dallas, you're right. I'm doing much better. Welcome to the traffic summit. I'm more relaxed. If you're turning left, and you're in the left-hand turn lane, if you're turning right, and you're in the right-hand turn lane, you don't have to swing your car out to make the turn. Stay in your damn lane. All right, we good here? It's just my wife does it all the time. She's like, ah, I'll take a little left before I take the right. I see it all. What are you doing? You have We have power steering in cars now. This isn't like NASCAR where you're getting into a pit. This isn't a tight turn. Turn. Use your turn, turn. signals for safety, people. Turn signals are not a challenge. <laughs> They're there for everyone else but you. Can I, you want to keep going here? Oh, yeah. Yellow. Yield is not a personal challenge. Yield means yield. You have no rights. None. If you're in a roundabout, you just don't get to speed through the damn thing. There's other cars. What else am I mad about in traffic? I think we're good. I think I covered everything. Dude, I'm going to buy a billboard on the roundabout in Goldsby. And I'm going to put it up and say, slow yourself down. You don't have any right away. Because the people that are coming off Main Street, especially, you know, I've noticed there's a certain demographic that tends to ignore this more than ever, but I'm not here to point fingers. But usually soccer moms have no care whatsoever for that yield sign in the circle. No. None. It does not, None. It does not exist. We're it, going, baby. Oh, okay. All right, good. Go, 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 go. If you're in the far left lane on the highway, you can go right, fast go. or slow. Who cares? Anything else we need to get to while we're at it? Stopping short. What are you people doing? Stop at the stop Stopping side. short There's just makes me there. think of Seinfeld. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's my move. Back to the air comfort solutions. Oh, this is good. Jesse G writes, now do merging, Plank. Please educate the masses on merging. Just if you see that there is a tight area, like the uh, Tulsa Peeps, Broken Arrow Expressway, what a disaster that is when you're heading towards downtown, right? And you're trying to merge. It's the closest I ever came to cussing on the air. Well, 
second closest. We had a little incident whenever I was driving to OU one time, but thankfully that uh, Josh had some good music going on over that. <laughs> I mean, so, when someone pulls out and they just stop, I mean, what are you doing? But and when you're trying to merge, if someone just stays in that right-hand lane and you're not, you're kind of a jerk, right? But you don't have any rights when you're merging. You've got to be smart. You just can't come 100 miles off the ramp. Be smart about it. Here's something that would be super, super obnoxious. Oh. But I don't know. Maybe it's not the worst idea. Do you think that, like, every five years you should you should have to renew your license and yes, do, like, absolutely. driving tests? Do the driving test. When I moved down, when I moved to Oklahoma, I had to redo my driving test, and I, I I don't know if that was I don't know if I just said let my my license expire for too long. <laughs> I there's a really bad stretch where I was bad on two things: making sure my license wasn't expired and getting my tag updated. It was a thankfully now uh, I have someone that has those things for me. Here's a good one, by the way. Um, retired truck driver here, Plank, spend 24 hours in a semi. You'll go crazy. Oh, my gosh. And I have my grandfather, my dad's dad, Grandpa Plank. He he was a he was a truck driver for, I think it was Standard, and then it became Amco. And I so I always have a lot of grace on the road for truck drivers. Most of you do not. I mean, you just. I saw a dude in a motorcycle go between two semis last night on I-35. It's almost as if you, you, by Riverwind Casino, where nobody understands that that one lane you don't have to merge off of, you got time. And by the way, while we're at it, can we do something about Highway 9? Because that right lane that suddenly just ends for no reason, can we just go ahead and continue that so we're not stuck there for four days? Oh, gosh. Um, this is really blowing up. Uh, let me move on here. Chris, talking about Ryan Hibble. This is from the 405. Does Nate ever come back here to go to a football game? Yeah, I've seen Nate. It's been a minute. Um, I think I think the last time, I think James had Nate on a couple years ago. But I want to say that he's, what, running some businesses in Florida now? Does that sound right? But I'll, I'll never forget when Nate came back, he did the scoreboard update with me. And was on the field, and I love the reaction that fans have. I think it's one of the most underappreciated runs that we've had in what Nate Hibble did. And I'm, I'm glad that Ryan's having so much success to keep his name in the in in the, the pantheon of Sooners. We've gone too long. Folks are getting upset. They want to know if there's softball news. Uh, that's Crimson 47. Yeah, they're playing a game tomorrow. Actually, there's nothing to report. <laughs> nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing last night. There's nothing today. Chances are there might not be anything tomorrow, depending upon uh, the weather. I, I, I mean, I'm just – I don't know. Jossie and Jordy won Players of the Year, and we spent the first 20 minutes on the show on it. Uh, in fact, I talked about building the statue, which got this from Bobby from Austin, who writes, I'm trying to pick a fight with a guy who got mad in your mentions. Coach Gasso. Who? Coach Gasso. Jocelyn Allo and many others should be immortalized in bronze at OU. 
They've grown our brand, made incredible accomplishments for our school, and represent the university well. If my children can come back to our campuses and see Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and others in bronze, they can come back and see the woman who helped establish one of the most dominant programs of all time ever, elevate OU to a new level and win national championships. That's Bobby from Austin. Yeah, and we've talked, you know, Wall of Fame would be cool with – That would be really cool. Kind of Yankee style with, uh, you know, bronze faces or whatever. It doesn't have to be – you know, big statue, right? I mean, it's, but there needs to be some sort of plaque or something to commemorate that's easy to see right there in front of you when you walk in for some of the pillars of Oklahoma softball. And Jocelyn Allo, of course, would be one of the first names on that list. Have I, have I told you this before? This is, this is one of my favorite conversations with Jimmy Gasso. Poppy, uh, Patty's husband. This is and and what in off you know we we've been rolling through text, but on Twitter, at Plank Show and at Josh on Ref, which is the, which is the best way to get in touch with the show. If you have Leslie driving Wright, complaints, you can submit them there. Oh, I've already got a few too. I'm just listen. I got really triggered yesterday. I don't know how else to put it. When yeah. I see people that are getting ready to fight in the Chick Fil A drive-through, and I'm trying to follow men's golf, what are we doing? It's, it's it's probably the most efficient place on the planet, and you can't figure out that zipper See, method from the right lane to the left-hand lane? Come on. I know that we want sports here this morning, but what, what you <laughs> folks out there have to understand, this is my therapy session with Plank. In order for him to deliver the award-winning play-by-play that he will for this Women's College World Series, he's he's got to get this out right now. i got to get it out. I can't have this anger of following into my softball broadcast but leslie writes if you're building statues for softball players the conversation should start with kaylani two-time player of the year and national champion and what's funny leslie you say that that's poppy's point always he said if you're if you're talking about statues and if you have that that very small group that's like oh it's for heisman winners and heisman winners only well that's the equivalent of the the heisman in softball and you have two players now that have done it twice. And Jossie could potentially win a second national championship this year. You know what's kind of wild? I mean, I'm. we got a break. we got to take a break. It's 1037. We're way past here. Um, Diamond writes, how about getting on I-35 North off Lindsay? I almost get hit from them not yielding off of Lindsay to I-35 North. Okay. I know Mark Desher's wife is uh, – she's very involved in, like, the engineering side of traffic and understanding it. But from that Lindsay Bridge headed south in both directions to, like, the Goldsby exit, it's just a traffic disaster. We're trying to get people hurt. I mean, from the <laughs> from the lane to merge on I-35 in both directions off Lindsay – and then heading to – I'm with you. I'm with you, Diamond. I'm with you, Diamond 77. But I, I want to get back to softball when we come back because I can't I can't magnify enough how special what you're seeing truly is. And through my lens of, of covering every single team in this tournament, I think it's magnified even more. I'll explain in depth next. Welcome back into the Plank Show. 
<laughs> there is so many good things on traffic. Are you a a uh, Chris joins us. He's the roofing expert here at Cavens. And after the rains yesterday, we got to get caught up on uh, everything that's going on. And we had some severe weather uh, in Frederick and other areas. But Chris, are you an angry driver? Or are you a calm, cool, collected driver on the road? Uh, I would have to say calm, cool, collective. I need to learn from you. I just. I don't know how you do it driving around this town. I'm losing my mind. And, again, we're talking about in cave-ins and driving cave Good on you. Good on. And there's another one, by the way, some of you people. You do realize when you're in company vehicles, you're representing your company, right? True. Oh, I got to say. How you been, man? Great. Great. Just busy and great. Um, take us through kind of what you saw last night and um, maybe some of the things that people might be looking for today. Man, it was action last night. I'll tell you what, uh, those winds in, in Oklahoma City, South Oklahoma City, Moore, and probably Norman, um, unbelievable. So if people out there, you know, you may want to give us a call and have us do a free inspection on your roof uh it's you know when they're going 80 miles an hour there's a lot of shingles that can blow off too depending on what kind of shingles you have um you know uh custer city frederick um they got uh almost uh three inch hail i mean that's that'll do it every single time you know i mean that'll that'll mess up just about anything but uh yeah, again, uh, you know, it's it's looking pretty gray out there, too. Uh, Good rain today. We're getting an 80% chance of rain yeah. at some point today. So no telling what happens. But uh, anyway, you know, we're here for them. Uh, the gutters need looked at, tuned up, making sure they're flow right so they won't, you know, run their soffits and, and uh, or, you know, just a lot of lot of hail. I mean, just, just give us a call. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't take, but, you know, about... 10 minutes and you're done and uh, again we take pictures and videos and show you what you got on your roof you know it's you make it easy and i think sometimes it can be a very challenging stressful thing for anybody chris when they have roofing issues but because it's a massive investment right roofs are are not a a cheap thing but you work with the insurance company and you make it very easy take us through that process absolutely uh we'll handle all the the working with your insurance companies uh Again, we'll we'll look at your sheet. We like to meet the adjuster when they're there, just to make sure they don't miss anything. Um, and if we do find something they missed, I mean, we work with them every single day. We'll do a supplement. We'll take pictures. We'll 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 get them on board on what's going on, and uh, and it works out real great uh, for for the homeowner, just for everything. Uh, the insurance companies are. are really, they want uh, they want your house put back together, right? So they'll avoid you know something. Even more, you know, if you don't fix it right, you're going to have more problems and and more expense. So they want you to get it done, and and, uh, and they're they're pretty much on board. Yeah, I I find that sometimes these processes can become very overcomplicated and frustrating. You take the ease out of that, and you know, we talked about it last week. You do it with Oklahoma-based companies, and that's been a big deal for you guys to stay local, isn't it? Right, it is, and. Uh, and a lot of times, too, people don't understand, you know, when they get hit by a hailstorm and then their adjuster comes out and, you know, a lot of times they've just, they've got to get to the next place, to the next home, and they talk like a, uh, instead of an adjuster, like an auctioneer, and then they just leave the people, what did he say? Right. And, and, and they really don't know what they've got. They don't understand the difference between, you know, actual cash value, to replacement cost and, and the depreciations they withhold and what they will get back. A lot of times, you know, people say, I can't, you know, they, they left me a $5,000 check to fix my roof, and that's, 
you know, I'm going to have to come up with, you know, a lot more money than that. And what they don't understand is once they we replace the roof, we send a certificate of completion, they will release that uh, holdings to the homeowner. So it's it's really, nine times out of ten, it's not as bad as they really think it is. And uh, it's just, uh, they're just missing some information, and and, uh, and we're there to help and answer their questions and, and, uh, and kind of put them at ease of what's going on on their place. I uh, want one more quick one before we let you get out of here. In any anything that you see that could be concerning water wise from your roof, you got to take care right away because you don't want to risk mold or anything, right? Water is not your friend, so that's you know. But uh, yeah, that's it. If you've got leaks, it's not going away. It's not going to repair itself. It's just going to get worse, and the the damage is going to get worse. And and uh, you know they're they're replacing it cost is going to get worse obviously because you got more damage so uh you know if you if you think you've got a leak or you got uh you know some some wet sweat spots uh let us take a look and and uh you know you don't have, a lot of times you don't have to replace the whole roof just uh you know just where it's leaking we can there we do a lot of repairs for for people so uh you know don't be scared uh just uh, get us out there and we'll tell you exactly what's going on and and uh go from there we're, we're here to help Shout out mom and dad. Mom and dad, I love you. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you this week. Are you all in on softball now with the World Series? Oh, Are you yeah. watching? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Got, you got the Sooners making it to the t- title game? I think I'm going to the world. There you go. Well, <laughs> thanks, Chris. I all right. It. Thank you, Chris. That's Have Chris. a great week. He's the roofing expert here at Cavens Construction, and he's got you covered at CavensConstruction.com. All right, listen, I want to follow up on some of that softball talk we had because I just think what's, what's happening right now, thanks, Chris. You're the man, dude. Um, I think what's happening right now is it defies almost explanation. And as the big bad wolf put it, water for your body, best friend. Water in your house, your worst enemy. <laughs> True. Oh, man. True. Well said. Uh, I, I like that. Maybe that should be a new motto they go by. Water for your your body, good. Water for your house, bad. <laughs> All right. Um, Quick break. When we come back. We'll wrap up hour two. These air comfort solutions techs have been on fire. Let's let's roll through as many as we can right here on the Home Center fans. Um, let me hit a couple of these uh, texts from the four six nine um, Gasso statue already commissioned. Relax. Now you got better sources than I do, bro, because I don't think that's true. Um, for the five eight zero, could you mention Patty's next class of recruits? I missed it when you talked about it. Well, of course I can. That's what we're here for, information and traffic rage, because we're on location at Cavens Construction today. Um, Kirsten Deal is the number one player in the country and the number one pitcher in the country, according to Extra Innings Softball. Uh, Lefty out of North Carolina. There is Jocelyn Erickson, who's the uh, 10th-ranked player in the country out of Phoenix. As I understand, she's a catcher, but can play about anywhere. I think... Again, Coach could correct me, but I think she comes in having played catcher. But remember, Jocelyn Allo came in having played catcher. S.J. Guerin is a lefty out of Leander, Texas, which is just outside of Houston. And she's been committed to Oklahoma for a long time. I, I want to say, gosh, at least three years. I went to college with her dad, who was a football player at Tulsa. Her mom was a softball player at Tulsa, too. Uh, both younger than me, though. Also played travel ball for the Texas Bomber Gold. So that's two lefties, which Oklahoma hasn't seen in a couple of years. Avery Hodge is an infielder out of Richmond. Those are the four. 
And every time I bring up trying to project the starting lineup for next year, everyone tells me Jocelyn Erickson is going to play. So we'll see. Hopefully that answers your question. If you need more in-depth information, go to Soonersports.com. PTR32 Sooner. That's Pottstown, Pennsylvania Sooner. Right. I can't wait to see the Northwestern Barstool account when OU hands them their worst loss in school history. Why, why do you guys always get trolled by the Barstool accounts? That's what they're supposed to do. You kidding me? When If there's a UTEP Barstool account, when Oklahoma plays UTEP in football, they're going to tell you how bad they're going to beat us. If there is a, if there is a Kent State Barstool account, do you know what the name of Kent State's stadium is, Josh, in football? No, I do not. It's Dick Stadium. Now, thankfully, we're not going there this year. But if there was a Kent State Barstool account, it would be telling you how badly they're going to beat us. Okay? Yes. And if you, you missed it, Northwest Stool tweeted, Oklahoma <laughs> softball will now. not be able to handle the Cats. Their soft Big 12 schedule did not prepare them for this. Highly doubt they will be able to even put up a fight. Take that, Sooners. Yeah. Where are you going to go now? What are you going to do now? The defending national champion. I mean, it's so obvious that they're trolling and that they fully anticipate a beatdown. That same account will be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, we're leading after two innings if that happens. (laughs) Um, and let's see, there was, there was, there was one more. Why would anyone be mad? Writes Tommy coach Gasso is the goat and a statue in re- and a statue statue. Statu- yes. Make the a Gasso statue. <laughs> a statue is respective to one sport. Go ahead and get one made of Jossie. I just, you know, what's funny. The first thing that someone tweeted, I meant to retweet this was, I hope they get a new statue maker because of the way Baker's looked. Yeah, I got a phone call on that, actually, too. Right. If you're standing next to Baker's statue, it actually looks great. It's just, it's. I don't know if a statue cannot be photogenic, but Baker's definitely isn't. Top five stories today next.